Welcome back to the Eric Zane Show podcast. It's a daily show where I discuss my daily adventures. Wait a minute. A daily show where I discuss my dirt. I'm saying it all wrong. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. It has been that way forever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, well, in about an hour, maybe, I believe it was at about 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I guess I'm not entirely sure that the multi-talented 20 years ago, Madison uh, was bestowed upon the earth. My youngest daughter, 20, it was 20 years ago today. Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play 20 years ago. Madison arrived. Hello to you all. Hey, Sam the Jew, Maureen, Ben, one of my Reddit warriors fighting the fight on Reddit. We are Ukraine. The rest of them are Russia. Yes, uh, my sweet, sweet Madison. 20 years ago. My God. And um, here's the thing. My my uh, kids, especially Jacqueline. Jacqueline is kind of like uh, alpha child. Uh, but Madison has been the best student. And that does not set well with Alpha Jackie. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Scoreboard. You know? Uh, she is uh, she's the smartest one of the bunch. She is uh, the most emotionally evolved of the three. The first two are kind of like, you know, nose to the grindstone, lunch pail mentality. Madison, I don't know where she come, where it all comes from. I mean, she, she also works very, very hard, but, um, Madison is the one that taught me more, uh, when it comes to parent child relationship and human interaction than the other two. You know, the other two, Jim and Jack, you know, that th- those were the ones uh, that would lead to uh, the interactions I had with those two was, you know, Hulk smash. In particular, Jacqueline, the time when I, I she was out of control, raging like the Hulk after the Scarlet Witch put the hex on the Hulk. Remember? And then Black Widow had to go, hey, big guy, calm down. Uh, Matt, Jacqueline, for fuck's sake, there was one moment in particular when, I don't know what happened, Ernie pissed her off or something. This is back in the day. This is pre, this is when she was just figuring out boys. Thank, you know, and that, that end, that relationship ended up, uh, not, not working, of course. And they'll be married November 19th, Jackie and Justin. Thank God. Love them so much. But there were the dark days with Ernie. And, uh, I mean, I got along with Ernie, but I can't even say that, by the way. If I ever at one point say, yeah, I, yeah, hey, I, I actually got along pretty well with Ernie. You don't say that name. But sorry. I'm sorry. He's an asshole.
Jackie got so pissed off one time, and uh, she didn't want Ding Dong to leave. They were fighting. She wanted to solve the fight. You ever have that happen where you get so pissed off? And um, uh, w- one of the parties says, like, the uh, the one you're fighting with says, well, I, I got to get out of the house. I got to move. You know, before I say something really bad, I'm going to leave, which is a great move. She does not want that to happen. So I put my arms around her to, like, hold her while he leaves. And she just goes, and just, I I was powerless. She's much uh, stronger than I I am. And uh, so she breaks that hold, and she goes running outside of the house, screaming. The neighbors are all looking at her like, well, it's broad daylight. And then. Ernie gets in the car. She gets. She throws herself in front of the car. She's, You're gonna have to run me over. I'm like, oh no, my God, this is the worst. This is this is the big one. This is the big one. I'm like, what am I gonna do? What do I do? I call the cops. Hey, come help me! Come God. Cops show up. At this point, she's up the steps in her room, and uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. I didn't know what to do. Cop says, "Well, uh, let us talk to her." She comes down the steps. the The eighty five. She's you know teenager then. The eighty five pounds of eye makeup she had on is just rolling down her face. She looks like Chris Dolman. Or what was the name of that guy for the Vikes? Was it Dolman? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Hell, I Aiden Hutchinson. Better reference. And uh cop is like, you know, Jackie, you got to listen to you. It was, I don't remember what that was. It was so embarrassing as a parent. Yeah, go ahead and FOIA that one. Go ahead and John Randall, that's the dude. Chris Dolman, I can't believe you pulled that. John Randall, holy shit, Cole. Oh. Madison, uh, different type of uh, response. You can't meet Madison with brute strength. I, I still wouldn't have it, but she has. Uh, she is. When it comes to brain activity, she's the smartest, and she requires the parents. To be, well, you know what? We better really kind of uh, find some things in our bag of tricks. It has has made us, she has made us better human beings. Uh, So the day that she's born was uh, in in East Tennessee in uh, St. Mary's Hospital, which I don't even think is a hospital anymore. Now, Catholic Hospital and the doctor... Um, what the hell was that guy's name? It doesn't matter. He wanted to, uh, Diana wanted him to like tie her tubes in there. And this is a Catholic hospital. You can't do that. They like won't do tube tying because that's essentially birth control. So now the doc is like, well, yeah, I know, but you see, this is her third C-section. If she does happen to get pregnant again, um, 
this it would very well affect the uh, health of the mother and the child. There's, I don't know, I think for whatever reason, too many incisions, I don't know. And he's like, well, yeah, but I, I have to. And the hospital admin says, nope, there will be no C-section. You will not do that. And he goes, okay, no problem. What was his name again? Hartline? Dr. Hartline? It might have been him. I know him because, believe it or not, I mean, I remember him because, believe it or not, he had um, MS. The doctor doing the surgery on my wife had MS or has MS. Uh, he might still be around. Um. So anyway, he ends up doing the tying her tubes, even though I wasn't supposed to. And so then in recovery, goes, hey, by the way, uh, while I was in there, I just, uh, I tied the tubes. And that, and she goes, what? Yeah, I, that, that you said you wanted that. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God. Can you imagine if she's like, oh, no, I decided at the last second that I wanted to, <laughs> what are you doing? But he actually did it. And uh, so that was, that was cool. Thanks. Free of charge. You know, that, that, that was not itemized on the bill. Um, but it was incredible because, you know, they, they give you like, uh, whatever it is, a, I guess a spinal so that you don't feel anything. And so I am sitting next to Diana and, uh, all of a sudden, and they're actually working on Diana and, uh, Diana goes, Hey, I can feel that. And, uh, they're like, wait, huh? Yeah, yeah, I can feel that. And then uh, he tickles her feet, and she goes, yep, you're tickling my feet. And he goes, propofol! Propofol stat! Propofol! And all of a sudden, she goes, and she's gone, like fucking Michael Jackson with uh, Dr. Conrad Murray. Something happened. Don't know what. Thank you, Kent. Something went hay- uh, haywire. And so uh, then, you know, after a few minutes, she starts to come out of it. Uh, more propofol. And uh, so I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is just horrible. Um, really, really screwed up. Don't know. To this day, we don't know what the hell happened. Uh, every single one of the pregnancies that we had, um, that she had, something wonky happened with Jim. Uh, her body absorbed all the amniotic fluid. We had to do emergency C-section, the worst. With Jackie, nothing happened in the procedure, but they left a medical device inside of her body. And then this one. My God. Mother Nature's got it down, you know? The timing might not always be the best as you have the baby in the driveway, but oh my God. So then uh, we finally, Madison comes out. And uh, at this point in time, I had been working in New Jersey. I had gotten fired from the radio station in Tennessee. And uh, I had taken a job in New Jersey. And Greg and Chris had also taken that job, but they were a couple months behind me. They did not get fired. 
uh, you've heard that story before. I don't, I don't even want to bring that that up. It just would throw me off. But it was so screwed up because I had to work. I needed money. So I'm working in New Jersey uh, on 105.7 The Hawk and uh, 94.5 The Hawk, uh, actually helping get the radio station up and running while waiting for the morning show to start a couple months later. And so I am separated from Diana and Jack and Jim and a very, very pregnant Diana. I fly back. We have the baby. And then eight days later, we load up the car. And she's still recovering from major surgery, C-section. We got an eight-day-old baby I got to drive from uh, Tennessee uh, to New Jersey to move to our new home. Talk about all the key factors in stress. Job change, move, birth, eight days, all in a span of eight days. I mean, I had been working for a, a month or two, but still, this is all, these are all things that kill people. We shrugged that shit off, no big deal. I had help from uh, my beloved stepdad, Wally, who's still alive and kicking to this day, and my mother, God rest her soul, coming up on two years, uh, October 16th. Since her passing. So that was uh, that was quite a feat and quite an experience. Madison is 20 years old today. Getting set to start her second year at Hope College and just, by all accounts, just crushing it. Absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. Where, where's the time gone? When you uh, were younger, did you ever encounter someone who would 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 uh, look back and say i just cannot believe it's 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 been that long i can't believe my kids are growing i go wow look at you and you just roll your eyes at them you know here you are 21 years old all you want to do is is get your make your fingers stinky and drink some budweiser beer and uh and smoke some pot and you got some some wise ass tell you, oh my god i remember when you were this tall and you're like yeah, shut up that that was me, you know, and uh, and now here I am. I'm like, what? What happened? Hell, my grandson's ten. He's ten. Well, I got two, uh, ten, and God, I get screwed up. Wait a minute. Grayson turned ten in May. Rowan turned seven. What? In November, I believe. October? Oh, shit. Hang on a second. Now, I, you don't care, but I, I gotta know. What are the dates of birth of our grandkids? Question mark. I suck at everything. Man, I, I'm going to feel bad if my beloved daughter-in-law or my son are listening to this. You don't know, you idiot. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what grandpas do, okay? We're so old and feeble, we forget things. Now, granted, I was 42 when my grandson was born, so that I'm not that old. I shouldn't be forgetting things. I got plenty of tread on the tires. I'm just an idiot. Uh, I need questions for Dear Meathead. I did not post anything on Facebook yesterday saying, hey, Dear Meathead is coming up tomorrow. So 
I'm a little bit uh, lean on the questions. In fact, ah, all right. Megan's got one, actually from last week. Thank you, Megan. Rob G has one. Not much more than that. Aram, in his never-ending quest to be the biggest smartass on the planet, is forgetting what I tell him. You see, some of you do the inside jokes with questions for my dad, and I get it. Some of them work. And and this one, he's going so far out of his way to just kick my ass um, that I'm like, what do you, what do you want him to do? Uh, he he's not going to get it. He writes, "Good day to you. Uh, good day to you, sir. Is there a difference between running slowly and jogging?" So he just wants my dad to say, no, there's no difference. And then that's going to make me look bad because I guess I've had that discussion on this show. It's like, dude, come on. Just quit being a smart ass and ask a normal question. Like, should it be illegal for uh, people of uh, Indian dots, not feathers, and Armenians to breed? That would have been a great question. Because we all know that that should be illegal because that's what created you. So shut up and come up with something that's not stupid, idiot. All right. For the 10th time in nearly a year and a half yesterday, I got banned from Facebook. Now, every single one of the bannings that I have received on Facebook up to yesterday were warranted. Yesterday's banning that I received was not warranted. And I'll prove it to you. <clears throat> I mean, in the past... I, I, I've been looking for, um, and, and I've been looking for the, because um, Facebook will log the examples of times you've got, this is what you said, this is what you did. And, um, you know, it'll say, on, on, on uh, June 16th, you called so-and-so a skank, a filthy whore, or something like that. Something really bad. Is, I'm like, oh, God, I should have done that. Uh, whatever. Um, but, uh, this particular time I'm laying in bed and, I, and it says, you have, uh, you've been banned again. And I'm like, wait, huh? You gotta be kidding me for that. And, and don't worry, I'll get to it. But, um, it actually said, uh, your comment goes against our community standards. Here's how it unfolded for me. I had, um, it was actually, I was correcting a typo. I made a post earlier in the day. Jury convicts pair of conspiracy to kidnap Whitmer. Now it should say to kidnap Whitmer, but I realized well after the fact that where it says jury convicts pair of conspiracy to convict Whitmer, which that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it should say conspiracy to uh, kidnap Whitmer. Uh, 
And I don't know why, but when I saw that while I was laying in bed, you hit the three dots up here in the corner on the mobile device. It won't let me edit. I have to go to like a a desktop or a laptop to edit it. I was like, well, that's stupid. I've been able to do that before. So I'm laying in bed hours later to make that correction. And I was surprised nobody busted me about it. They were too busy being mad because these two uh, idiots got convicted and, and they think that they shouldn't be convicted, which is absolutely absurd. Um, so I was like, well, I got to change that. It needs to say jury convicts pair of conspiracy to kidnap Whitmer. Couldn't edit it. So I went down and just wrote star kidnap. Star kidnap is what I wrote. And within seconds, they banned me. You have been banned from Facebook because your entry goes against our community standards. And I'm like, wait, what? So basically the word kidnap on Facebook is going to get you banned. Now, maybe not everybody, but, I mean, I've got a long history of getting banned on Facebook. It's been several months since I have uh, gotten one right between the eyes. But I was like, well, this is this is just the dumbest thing ever. I, I'm banned for uh, asterisk kidnap? So... I'm laying there like, holy shit. Now, in my mind, I'm like, this is actually really, really bad because, um, and this is why I I took the show onto Twitch because this won't happen. The only people who get banned from Twitch are idiots like Jamingo and Boomer Bob because on the bigot bunker, uh, everything goes, you know? By the way, Corey, shut up. He, here I am telling a story, and he's going on and on about light mode and dark mode on Facebook. How about we go on ban mode and shut you up for the next 10 minutes? Nobody gives a shit about light mode and dark mode on Facebook. How about you shut the fuck up for five minutes and enjoy the show? God. Can I change your name to uh, Old School Kenny? Tyler says, Corey's entered 600 seconds mode. To think that you sit around and go, oh, I've got something to add on the comments for Twitch today. And that is the difference between light mode and dark mode on Facebook. As an audience, now uh, granted, there's a few dozen of you that enjoy the show on Twitch. But why do some of you go so far that think that what you say on the comments matters to anyone else? No one cares what any of you think about anything. Now, if you're talking about something I'm talking about, maybe. But if you're sitting there, ask yourself, talking about light mode and dark mode, and you actually feel like, hey, I'm making good points here. You are an asshole. Shut the fuck up.
My God. You know, you're not in the same boat yet as the Zaniacs. But you're closer to the boat than Stevie, Tyler, Chris, Maureen, Kenny, Jason, Aram, Cole, Ben. Uh-oh. You don't want to be in that boat full of assholes. Now, again, you're, you're far away from it, but you you are closer where was i so i'm laying there and then uh i'm like this is bad to get banned on facebook and this is why i wanted to go to twitch in the first place because i count i I was counting on facebook back in the day and if something like that happens i'm screwed what am i gonna do now i've got sponsors that i promote daily on my show on facebook and it's like that people pay for that. And if I and if I suddenly have to reach out to them individuals, hey, I got banned from Facebook. It's a bad look. It's terrible. I hate that. So I'm like, well, this is not fucking fair. So I they, they give you the option to appeal it. So I appeal it and it says, hey, we'll get back with you. And then I'm like, well, that's not going to work. I mean, it's a 30 and they gave me a 30 day ban for that. 30 days. I'm like, well, at about day 29, they'll look at it. And uh, it says, just be warned, because of COVID, we have a lot fewer staff that are doing this, that are reviewing these individually. So this could take a while. Why even have this process of appealing? This isn't going to work. And I must have sat there for 10 minutes, you know, playing Candy Crush and being pretty upset because... And I I got the green check mark. Your comment is back on Facebook. We are sorry we got this wrong. We reviewed your comment again, and it does follow our community standards. We appreciate you taking the time to request a review. Your feedback helps us do better. I'm like, yes! So this is all happening when I'm trying to go to bed. And... I don't know about you, but this is the type of thing that gets me wound up. And and it's bedtime is a very precarious spot for me. If if even the slightest thing winds me up, the way my brain works, it can throw everything off. That there, that change in, um, I mean, what is supposed to be just winding down is now becoming what? Oh, my God. And then, oh, thank God. All of that, 1.30 in the morning, I'm still wide awake. Wide awake. Bruce is laying there on his back, paws in the air. Diana's snoring, and I am wide awake. And then finally, I woke up again about half an hour later, and I realized I had been dreaming. I was dreaming about something. I don't recall what, but I know I was dreaming. I was like, I finally fell asleep. Oh, my God. But then I woke right up. Everything's a mess. And then I'm like, you know, I'm going to be a pile of shit tomorrow. I've got four hours of sleep to do this show. Uh, five hours of sleep. Six hours. Well, now, wait a minute. If I if I fall asleep at two, but I get up at six, that's four hours of sleep. Okay, what? I can't even do math now. Jesus. Can't do math. Forget my grandkids' uh, uh, birthdays. 
Grayson. Uh, he's not. He's not ten. He'll be ten in May. Rowan will be seven in October. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I could have swore Grayson. I got all of that wrong. What an embarrassment! I suck so bad. Oh my God. All right, so there you go. That's uh, that's how we start out this show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Now, I need you to know that if you ever want to reach out to me, the best way is an old-school email. If you want to send me a link about something you think I should be talking about on the show, uh, send it on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox, eric at ericzanecho.com. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm still getting tons of emails about the slide of death on Belle Isle. That even made the Today Show today. That was something we talked about on Monday, but thank you for sending that along to folks who have uh, reached out with that story. The Today Show covered it today, and they actually said, um, uh, a new attraction in Michigan is causing this to happen. And you see kids bouncing all the way down the hill. It's like, that thing's been up since 1970 they're about it's been there forever that's that's like in 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 uh, metro detroit that is the biggest attraction that shows you how poverty metro detroit is totally kidding all right so there you go now for you folks on facebook twitter and youtube uh, i'm going to uh, set you free on the rest of your day and i encourage you to go to twitch.tv slash eric zane live if you want to see the rest of the show as it ha- uh, happens live, I can't even talk today. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. So I go every day at the start at 8 a.m. about and uh, do this thing for two hours every day. I give you a little bit on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube so that you will then go to Twitch and sign up. You need a little username. You hit the follow button. It'll tell you when I go live. And then there's a little red button, big red button. It says subscribe free with Twitch Prime. Following and subscribing are two different things. Following is you just know when I go live. But if you are subscribed, you don't get any of the ads that drop in over my face when I'm carrying on about uh, Corey and his idiotic trolling that he does on the chat. You, you, you'd miss that. So you got to subscribe. Now, if you have Amazon Prime, this is a free thing for you. It's included. Amazon owns Twitch. See what they do there? Ha ha. But you got to do it on your own each month. It doesn't auto renew. If you don't have Twitch Prime and you still hate the commercials, you can throw five bucks at it and they will go away. It's a bribe. It's a bribe between you and Amazon. I don't have anything to do with that. That's the way they set it up. That gets me the platform, allows me to use their terrific platform. Kyle says the Today Show and all morning shows are such garbage. Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? I love the Today Show. Um, I'm a huge fan. First of all, I have a massive crush on Savannah Guthrie. I mean, I am telling you, what a national treasure. And you know what? Underrated as an interviewer. 
She will challenge her ass. I think she's excellent. Uh, Hoda, I like her too. Uh, you got a fucking, uh, what's the guy's name? The black guy. Craig? Craig something? Craig Black? What the hell is his name? Craig Black. I don't think it's Craig Black. Uh, and then you got the uh, Al Ro- got Al Roker, of course. And then when Al's not in, there's a young lady named Dylan something or other who is just, oh, my God. I am in love with her, too. So shut up, Kyle. In fact, guess what? Here comes 600. It's been a while, hasn't it? I don't even know if you've ever gotten 600. And it's all because of Corey that I am now dropping 600 seconds on people. All right. Chris says there's a rap song about the slide from a Detroit rapper. I did see uh, that. And I meant to play it. Giant slide. It's funny as hell. G Mac Cash. All right. The G Mac Cash song. He's a rapper in Metro Detroit or Detroit. And uh, the fact that he's got a freaking rap about the giant slide is, is like my favorite thing. Hang on. Oh, man, I'm screwing this up. Audio, check. Video, check. Here we go. Stop playing with these niggas. On the giant slide. Come on, man. I'm probably going to get muted for this. Check. Hey, you can break your back. On the giant slide. You can even break your neck. On the giant slide. You can even bump your head. On the giant slide. And watch your hands and your legs. On the giant slide. It's like jumping off a roof. On the giant slide. Man, you can lose a tooth. On the giant slide. It ain't much you can do. On the giant slide. What's going on with this new? Fucking giant Kids slide. Kids was getting on my nerves, so I sent them to the giant I thought, slide. Hold on, baby, it's about to be a giant so slide. you go down, baby, it's about to be a lot of fun. Man, I don't know what happened. All I heard was a lot of crime. This ain't the same giant slide we got on this this new slide looking like they jumping off of a bill. This new slide, you gotta take a Tylenol to get on. If your kids getting on your nerves, make them get they on. They still getting on your nerves, so you make them get back on. Uh-huh. This new giant slide break necks and backbones. Then you just lay the kids down soon as you get back home. Let my kids get on once and they ain't wanna get back on. Hey, you can break your back on the giant slide. You can even break your neck on the giant slide. You can even bump your head on the giant slide. And watch your hands and your legs on the giant slide. It's like jumping off a roof on the giant slide. Man, you can lose a tooth on the giant slide. It ain't much you can do on the giant slide. I like how he he rhymes uh, tooth with roof, so it's roof and tooth. What's going on with this new fucking giant slide? On the giant slide. On the giant slide. On the giant slide. On the giant slide. Uh, G Mac Cash with Giant Slide. Big fan of G Mac Cash. Um, yeah, you're right. That is too short. Too short of a song. He needs to do a longer thing. 
Uh, this story is fantastic. I love that so quickly. And that was available on Monday, but I forgot it. So you search uh, Giant Slide, GMAC, GMAC, uh, GMAC Cash, Detroit rapper. Ben says, how did the, how did the slide pass the design, sales, and testing? This, this is fucking Detroit, man. We don't do that shit. Are you kidding me? I mean, my God. You go to Bablo Island, and people die every weekend. We, we don't worry about that shit in Detroit. I don't live there now, but I used to. That's where I grew up. Fantastic. Uh, I don't recognize his name. Zintrin says, Zane, do you watch any other streamers on Twitch? I don't. I do not do that. I don't. I, uh, I don't watch any other streamers, and I very, very, very rarely listen to other podcasts. Uh, because it's honestly, I don't have any damn time. Occasionally, I listen to Carl on Who Are These Podcasts. Occasionally, I listen to Drew and Mike, see what they're up to. Uh, occasionally, I will listen to the Detroit Cast or TDC podcast. Uh, ben says, "How do you do the Amazon thing again? The ads are killing me on the live stream. Well, it's really, really simple. Okay, now listen this time. When you go to Twitch.tv/slash." Uh, Eric Zane live. Root around there. You'll see a red button. It says subscribe free with Twitch Prime. Click it and read. And if it doesn't pop right in front of you, click more. You'll figure it out. That's all I can tell you. I don't know any more than that because I don't sign up on Amazon Prime to my own podcast. I don't watch my own podcast. So the rest is on you. Sarah says, I ain't got time for that. Well, then, yeah, hey, you know, I mean, some some can, some can. I get it. Uh, all right. 20 minutes till Dear Meathead, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Have I even said goodbye to everybody on Facebook, Twitch? No, I haven't. Enjoy the day for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. I'm, I'm going to say goodbye to you. As always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Okay? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you need. It's all there for you. Goodbye. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. In my neck of the woods, but a story with uh, national implications, worldwide implications, right here in our own backyard, a federal trial of these two scumbags, Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. Uh, these idiots were accused of uh, kid- wanting, conspiring to kidnap the governor of Michigan. The first trial somehow ended in uh, a hung jury. And two of the assholes were somehow acquitted. So between six people that we're talking about here, uh, I think actually eight, two of the charges were dropped. Two pled guilty and turned and turned. They're, They're providing evidence now for the prosecution. And Tyler says, shh. 
don't say kidnap. And then two others were, so you had two that were, uh, that, what do you call it? Pled guilty and turned evidence. Two, the charges were dropped. Two were acquitted and two had a hung jury being retried. So this is how that unfolded. Audio, check. Video, check. The uh, verdict, damn it, I am screwing shit up today. The verdict came back. So here's how that unfolded. Let's check it out. Different result in the second trial for two men accused of plotting to kidnap the governor. Both Adam Fox and Barry Croft found guilty on all charges this afternoon. Look at these two. Guy on the right actually looks pretty respectable when his beard is shaved up. But look at, I mean, you can just see on this dude, Adam Croft, on the left, that, I mean, synapses are not firing at all in this idiot's brain. A jury convicted Fox of kidnapping, conspiracy, and conspiracy to use a weapon of mass destruction. Croft was found guilty of those same charges and an additional charge of possession of an unregistered destructive device. These convictions come four months after a jury deadlocked. This time around, the federal government was able to make their case to a new set of jurors. We have team coverage tonight. Megan Bunchman with reaction from the defense team. But we begin with Joe LaFergie, who asked prosecutors about their strategy this time around. Joe. Brian, Sue, when uh, the prosecution says this verdict should send a message to those with anti-government views, who use violence to promote those views. But when it comes to questioning the government on their tactics in investigating this case, we got no comment. The verdict. Uh, that, that comes up because the defense has maintained that these two were somehow entrapped, that um, the, inf- the FBI people that had infiltrated these idiots had come up with the plan themselves that and that's what the the defense was saying but the the two guys that pled guilty and were pointing the finger at them say no 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 that's not true at all these two actually were were leading the charge on the whole thing uh, meanwhile there's also problems with a juror a particular juror who it seems to reveal that there was a problem with the the juror's mindset when this trial all started, and that hadn't been discussed. Confirms that this plot was very serious, very dangerous, opposed a threat not only to the governor personally and her family, but also to innocent bystanders and the basic social order. It took jurors about eight hours over two days to reach their decision. Throughout the trial, prosecutors portrayed Adam Fox and Barry Croft as radicalized anti-government plotters who wanted to set off a civil war and a second American revolution. The defendants in this case believed that their anti-government views justified violence. Wasn't this guy one of the unsullied on Game of Thrones? Today's verdict is a clear... Some of you might get that reference. Clear example that they were wrong in that assessment it took 37 hours over one week the last time the case was tried for the jury to find co-defendants brandon caserta and daniel harris not guilty for their alleged roles in the case and tell the judge they could not reach a decision on fox and croft what made the difference this time no questions thanks (laughs) what made the difference no questions thanks he's asking questions to the uh uh attorneys that prosecuted the case the target of the plot, Governor... Oh, my God, look at her. 
Beautiful. Gretchen Whitmer issuing a statement after... How can any of you say that that's not attractive? That is a beautiful, beautiful face and beautiful hair. Look at that smile. Look at those eyes. How can any of you idiots not think that she's unbelievably stunning? Dicks. The verdicts, which reads in part, today's verdicts prove that violence and threats have no place in our politics, and those who seek to divide us will be held accountable. They will not succeed. But the defense put the FBI on trial. Fox and Croft's attorney presented an entrapment defense, portraying their clients as pot-smoking big talkers who had no intentions of pulling off the kidnapping. After today's verdicts, the FBI was asked if the case may result in a review of the agency's policies and practices. The answer? No comment. Why, why don't you guys want to answer these questions? Oh, Lafergie, why don't you guys want to answer these questions? That is fucking great. Good job. Now, both men face up Thank to you. in prison when they are sentenced. Live in Grand Rapids, Joe Lafergie, News 8. All right. Thank you, Joe. Now let's send things over to Megan Bunchman, who continues our team coverage tonight. She is live with reaction from the defense attorneys. Megan? Brian and Sue, obviously the defense is not happy with today's outcome from the trial that took just jury members just less than eight hours to find guilty on all charges. Now, both lawyers who represent Barry Croft Jr. and Adam Fox argue and maintain that their clients were simply big talkers and that it was actually an FBI informant that moved the plot along. The lawyers also alluded to an issue with one specific member of the jury. Barry Croft Jr. and Adam Fox remained stoic Tuesday morning as they learned of their guilty verdicts. My client is disappointed in the verdict. Um, it's been a good fight. We've made it twice in a row. We were uh, hoping for a different outcome today. Fox's attorney, Chris Gibbons, said their fight isn't over. The uh, federal courts do provide for appellate relief, but generally that's something that happens after a judgment has been. Show me that you didn't have braces without telling me that you didn't have braces. And, uh, uh, entered, and that won't happen until after a sentencing. So those should be scheduled. Gibbons and Joshua Blanchard, who represents Croft, both alluded to an issue with a specific juror. They said that they will pursue other avenues as they continue to defend their clients. I believe that justice should happen in public. Blanchard is most likely referring to a now-sealed court filing that the Detroit News first reported. The outlet said that the document alluded to one juror who had hoped to be selected to sit on the case. The juror allegedly said that they had already decided the case's outcome and intended to persuade others uh -oh. towards that verdict. Uh -oh. While the clerk was ordered... That's something I would say. But, I mean, honestly, if I had an opportunity to be on that jury, like if, if I was chosen for jury selection, I, I, I would do that too. I would work very hard... But I wouldn't talk about it. I mean, you can't say, yeah, I'm hoping to be on it so I can persuade. I've already made up my mind. Asshole, keep it to yourself. You don't have to tell anyone. To investigate the claims, a gag order was issued in the meantime to prevent either side from addressing these allegations publicly. The defense maintains that Fox and Croft are simply now, this talkers, and it was the heavy hand of the FBI. That's called a technicality. Okay. Um, our court system is so, um, because things like that, you can get away with the crime. You can uh, uh, get off somehow, or at least uh, uh, 
uh, caused a, a mistrial and perhaps have to start all over again if it's found out after the fact or near during the trial that this happened. Um, does it happen? Sure. But that and that does that mean that you didn't do it? Of course not. It still means that you did it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't exonerate you. If you plotted to kidnap the governor, you plotted to kidnap the governor. But it's just a bummer if you're the prosecution because you've got these idiots like that juror with a big fucking mouth. Shut up. That moved the so-called talk into action. I think that uh, the record speaks for itself. I'm sorry that things happened with the jury that didn't allow them to uh, uh, conclude the way we wanted them to. But we will move forward. God, what a, I would be... Again, you hear I would be so distracted in the court with that guy, with that overbite. The defense is planning to appeal today's outcome. There were a total of 18 people selected, including six alternatives to sit on this jury. I'm Megan Munchman, live in Grand Rapids. I'm going to send it back to you guys. All right. This- I wonder if Megan's eyelashes can get longer. Day down at that federal courthouse in Grand Rapids. Megan, thank you for that. Charges in the Whitmer kidnapping plot first announced in October of 2020. State charge. Look at that bunch. Seven people while the feds charge. It, it, the, the big winner here, the, the, the two people that can best be described as missing links are this Brandon Caserta and his fucked up earlobes because he gauged him. And this Adam Fox, who has perpetual uh, drunk knuckle dragging face. Uh, the other four could actually look, you know, like, you know, they're, they're just wanted for pedophilia, but these two actually look like they, they want to overthrow the government. Six suspects. Here's how that panned out. Two of them, Caleb Franks and Ty Garbin pleaded guilty before the trials. Brandon Caserta and Daniel Harris were both acquitted in the first trial. And then Fox and Croft were both found guilty in the retrial. We have our full coverage, including what happened each day in the courtroom and reaction to the verdict. At She's so pretty. TV.com. When you buy locally sourced produce. Ah. In the North Pen- well, that's that. And uh, so I, I guess now is like the sentencing, finding out uh, how much time. How much time that these guys get. Uh, let's see. My boy Chris, uh, Amanda, I guess, uh, knows the defense lawyer with the the giant snowplow teeth. Uh, Adam insists this was a setup and an entrapment. Entrapment is if the FBI walks into the room of idiots and says, Okay, guys, gather around. I want to kidnap the go- the uh, governor and uh and and blow up this bridge. Who's with me? And they go, "Uh, I guess I guess we'll do it." Uh that's entrapment. Okay, here's what we need to do to make it happen. If they say, "Hey, uh we want to we want to do this." And then the FBI guy says, "Really? Well, you know, I I kind of want to help out with that. Adam says, I'm kidding. Thank God. You make me feel better. Uh, but anyway, still. But then uh, if Adam Fox and Perry Croft say, hey, we want to kidnap the gun, then the informant says, 
or the uh, informant or the FBI agent says, "Oh, really? Well, that that's that's interesting. Let's uh, let let let's get to planning." That's not entrapment, and that's what they proved beyond a reasonable doubt. And the jury found them guilty. I don't care about what technicality. There you go. I'm so happy that uh, that it that it has gone that way. While talking about um, how attractive Whitmer is, someone says, you think Bruce Jenner is hot too. Well, it's not Bruce Jenner, first of all. It's Caitlyn Jenner. But you idiots um, who are bigots don't understand that a person can change their gender. That is a real thing. But you're obviously a uh, misgendering asshole who loves to uh, uh, hurt people by saying shit like that. And absolutely, the amount of money that Caitlyn Jenner has put into uh, uh, changing her appearance to be something more comfortable to her, I would say she's attractive. Shut up. So what? My God. See, Corey's back. I have my eye on you. You are being looked at. <laughs> the unsullied guy was Grey Worm. Oh, my God, I remember now. Thank you. Okay, you're, you're back in my good graces by giving me the uh, uh, Grey Worm reference. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Dear Meathead, in five minutes. All right. Uh, the Patreon bonus podcast happens after this one. I got to get a quick turnaround on today's show. So I'm going to very quickly post this one and then get after the Patreon because I've got a busy, busy afternoon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, that was the Patreon just almost four years ago was the first indicator that, hey, I think possibly I can do this for a living, at least make a good stab at it. And it's kind of been... Uh, that way since. Thank you so much. And so if you are enjoying the free podcast, please consider signing up for Patreon. That is a paywall. That is you throw 5 or $10 at me minimum, $5 for all the audio, $10 for all the audio, video, and live streams. And then I give you more content commercial free every single day of the work week, sometimes more, 5 or 10 bucks a month. You can give more if you want. It's up to you. I will take, I'll gladly take your money. But five bucks a month for the audio, 10 bucks a month for the audio, video, and live streams. I put 15 plus hours of content up there every single week. And if you like it, you can convert it to a yearly, and I'll even knock 10% off that. So what was $60 a year, month to month, on $5 a month is now uh, $54. And 120 for tier two is 108 as I knock 10% off that. That's how we do it. So sign up for the Patreon. Keep quit being a cheap bastard. Hello to my friends at Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616 375 9962. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. If you live in West Michigan and you ever need a dumpster, their dumpsters are cheaper than everyone else's. Because all the other ones are trying to scam you. And what they do is they charge you for a weight limit. And you can't possibly achieve that weight limit. So you're paying for something you don't need. Dumpster divers 
uh, enlisted me to spread the word about them, how they don't rip you off. They also do demolition work, grunt work, rip out the carpet, rip out the drywall, throw it away for you, uh, and junk removal. DumpsterDiversLLC.com, 616-375-9962. I'll have Kyle from Dumpster Divers on tomorrow, and we will struggle to make the connection for the first 10 minutes of the show. Uh, another sponsor that I'm extremely, well, I'm very proud of all of them and uh, proud to have them on this show. Um, but I also feel like it's super important that you know about every one of my sponsors, in particular, my policy shop insurance. Most people are not aware that if their employer does not offer insurance or they're between jobs or they're self-employed, that the process of getting insurance has been streamlined. It's called healthcare.gov or Obamacare, something that has been much maligned by idiots who don't have any idea what they're talking about. I've utilized Obamacare for nearly four years, and it's nearly flawless. I'm not kidding you. Uh, however, all the steps that you have to take to make sure that you fill out the application appropriately, um, it, is easy to, it is easy to botch that. If you know, like me, I'm, I, you know, I screw everything up. So what I do now, every year when the enrollment periods uh, takes place, I have Frank Fuss help me. My policy shop insurance. He does everything. I don't do anything. I don't pay him. His services are free. He is the Obamacare expert. He is also the Medicare Advantage plan and Social Security expert. So he's got you covered. All I'm telling you is reach out to this guy if you need to navigate any of these important, important decisions that you're making. He'll help you so that you don't do any missteps, especially Medicare and Social Security, because if you don't properly cross the T or dot the I, you could end up uh, not getting access to things that you are entitled to as an American citizen who's paid hundreds of thousands of dollars into the system during your earning years. So you might not be 65, but someone you know or love might be approaching that. Think about Frank Fuss and spread that word for me, please. My policy shop insurance, if you need a specific uh, uh, virtual introduction, I will do that for you or someone you know or love. Just reach out to me on the email. Okay. We got racing at Berlin coming up this weekend. Man, that was awesome. Uh, last weekend at Berlin Raceway. Berlinraceway.com is where you need to go. Um, so on Saturday, the Outlaw Super Late Models are going to be there. Outlaw Racing. Are those the ones with the wing? Yeah, that's exactly what they are. It's those crazy-looking cars with the giant wing on them that causes all the downforce. It, it's fun, okay? Of course, the um, Sportsman Series, the four cylinders are going to be there. It is a George the George Keene Memorial Weekend Race, August 27th. Get your tickets online, berlinraceway.com. Just 12 bucks at a NASCAR home track. In Marne, Michigan, 15 and under, free. Uh, parking, free. You can bring in a cooler with all of your 
uh, beverages, non-alcoholic beverages, and your snacks. 12 by 18 coolers and smaller. And, of course, the concessions are affordably priced. When I was there, I did the two dogs and the orange crush and uh, strawberry shortcake ice cream. And I think total was I paid 12 bucks on the night. Now, for all of that, I know that you're like, wait a minute. You got to understand it's a venue. Venues always charge a little bit more. But when it comes to all of the venues in West Michigan in particular, uh, this is way cheaper than all of them. I mean, it's going to cost you 15 bucks to get a beer at a Griffins game, for God's sake. What the hell? And some of you pay it. I, I, I can't believe you would do that. Oh, and if you want to smoke at the Griffins game, you can't. Because if you step out to burn, you ain't getting back in. I mean, here at the track, you just get up from your seat, wander over to the smokers' burnout zone, and there's you know, smokers' outposts everywhere. You just puff away. Oh, yeah, man. Freaking great. Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Let's bring Dad in here right now. Dad! Hey! How are you? Okay, just got up, man. You, oh, yeah? You're ready to go? Re- ready to start the day? I'm ready to go. I love it. I love it. Uh, that, uh, that, that sounds awesome. Okay. How about you guys? You all right? Yeah, man. We've been, uh, we've been talking for a little bit. We're just, uh, you know, breaking down some, uh, things going on around here and talking some, uh, you know, my own little spin on the news. Uh, you know, you know what? It's Madison's birthday today. Yes, we know. We know. Okay, good. Yeah. So today's a big day. And, uh, yeah. We're just getting ready to have a birthday party. It's going to be awesome. Hey, you're a busy body. I know it. I know it. It never ends. You know? I'm going to, I'm going to work my, my tail off up until a certain point, And then when I retire, it's all over. Wow. You know? How old were you when you retired? Uh, well, you answer ten. Ten? Ha! Are you? I have uh, no clue. Are you? Are you happy in your retirement? Oh yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about being a retired American? Wake up anytime I want to wake up. Oh my God, that's sweet. I love that. Do you now? Now, some people when they retire, they feel like, "Hey, you know, there's, there's like nothing to do." Do you sometimes like want to do stuff? Oh, I can always find things to do. Okay. Lately, I don't. Well, yeah. Good news: the leaves are getting ready to start falling off the trees. And I know that that a lot of that happening. Yeah, and I know you love that. You love getting rid of the leaves. Yeah, yesterday I did uh, pick it all by hand. You pick them up by hand? Yeah. Uh, one area right by the back door. Why didn't you just use a rake? I can't do that because uh, that's an area that she had put some kind of a chemical or so. I don't know. Yeah? That 
You couldn't mess with it. Fertilizer. Fertilizer. Okay. All right. So you just went through with your hands and picked. Did you wash your hands after? Oh, well, yeah. Okay, good. Because, you know. But that's the, a gimme. You get fertilizer all over your hands. I didn't do it. She did the fertilization. Right, right. But you were touching the grass, so I thought maybe you were getting fertilizer on your hands. No, no. I was, I was doing good. Okay, well, all right, Dad, I've got a lot of questions here ready to go. I see that your friend Aram has... Uh, I was thinking has, about him this morning. You were thinking about Aram, huh? Well, I was too. Is, is he going to be on? Yeah, yeah, he's got a question. Would you like me to read it? Okay. He writes, Good day, Meathead. Did Eric cry a lot as a kid? I have no clue. Yeah, he, yeah, he used to take him for rides in the car, shouting. <laughs> oh, when he was a baby, that like you know, yeah, I yeah. used to take him out for a ride at night. That's what he's asking you. Did Eric cry a lot? Oh, and then he actually wrote, "What were some of the ways you used to quiet him down?" You were a colicky baby, so you you were a pain in the neck. <laughs> and uh, oh, we had to, I had to take you out midnight for a ride. Okay, did you ever do anything like give me some alcohol or? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's what Aram wanted to know. All right, here, here we go. Uh, Rob writes, "Dear Meathead, my grill, my barbecue grill, gave out just as I was just as I'm about to host a Labor Day get together. Now I'm on the market for a new grill. I'm trying to decide between gas or charcoal." If you had the uh, choice, if you had the choice, which one would you choose? I'd choose uh, yeah. a gas. Now, why? It's a, it's easier to clean and easier to, uh, it does, there's no preparations or nothing. Uh, yeah. The other one is a pain in the neck. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know there's a little bit more effort to that. All right, very good. Chris brings up something that I just talked about. Um, Chris is uh, he's describing a scenario where he went into the bathroom and his wife did not put on the fan and she was sitting on the toilet and uh, she didn't do a courtesy flush. Are you are you aware of what a courtesy flush is? No. Okay, so that means when, means when you're sitting down going number two and you're not, you know, you kind of flush as things are happening so that it doesn't make it a bad smell. And she didn't do that, and she didn't turn on the fan, so it was really bad. So he wanted to know uh, what you thought of that. I actually never thought about that because I don't, never had that issue. You've never had a, a bad-smelling bathroom? Not that I know of. <laughs> do we do it? No, we No. That's the old thing that says, <laughs> my shit don't sing. Okay, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> All oh, right. Boy. Dad, uh, Stevie asked, Meathead, did you see the story on the news about the giant slide on Belle Isle? Yes, I heard about that. Yeah, it was throwing people off of it. <laughs> throwing them in the air? It was incredible. Wow. It was as, Now I remember as a kid, you guys taking me to that thing. Well, 
Yeah, I remember that. It was it was awesome. It was a it was a fantastic thing. But uh, she she asked, if so, what are your thoughts on how to make the slide safer? I honestly don't know if I have any kind of clue about that. How, about because I think that they said that they uh, waxed it and they they put a little too much wax on it. Yeah. yeah, according to Joanne, she says yes. Okay, so is there anything that, I mean, if the wax is making it fast, they, they, they might have to like, take some of the wax off, do you think, and then maybe reapply it or what? Well, I don't know. I've, I've never thought about that. Put some sandpaper on it? I think we put some carpet on it. Joanne says she thinks uh, we put some carpet on it. Okay. <laughs> some carpeting. Down at the bottom for sure. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I, I actually don't want them to put anything on it because the videos I've seen of these people flying down the thing have been absolutely hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hey, by the way, you're 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 kind of your voice is kind of muffled here. My voice is muffled. I can't, I can't hear it. To you're you're a little. Give me the phone and I'll raise it up. Wait a minute. We gotta do no. something. Well, oh, hold on a minute. I've been talking. You've been talking here for 15 minutes. Are you just realizing it now? No, I just didn't want to say anything, and all of a sudden became a little annoying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Right, talk to me now. Hey. Now you're talking. Oh, okay. So, as it's you, our, it's our phone here. As usual, it's on your end, not my end. It's my end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan writes, "Dear Meathead, have you ever seen a magic show? And what is your favorite magic trick?" Oh boy. You guys are laying some stuff on me that no, I don't think I've ever seen a magic show. Yeah, didn't you ever watch that show? Oh, okay. You know the guy like uh, I don't know. He does some type of trick. There's like, how the hell did he do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I often one. In fact, I was watching one. Was it last night? Yeah, I was watching one last night. I could not believe that. So you're, wait a minute. I, we started that, that question with your favorite magic trick, and you said, I've never seen one. And then you saw one last night? Well, it dawned to me, you know, hey, I'm, I'm not uh, uh, professing to uh, yeah. hear or know everything. Oh, know? okay. Yeah, I know, but it was like 10 hours ago. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a long time ago. <laughs> okay. So what did the guy do on the show? Uh... I have to go to my assistant yeah. over here. What did you do? What did you do? Disappeared. He made yeah, that's what it was. He he was fantastic. He was according to Joanne, he, he was fantastic. As, as a matter of fact, he is. But uh, I I just wasn't paying attention to it. Um, I have a uh, friend who is a who does magic. He is a certified magician, if there is such a thing. But, I mean, he is absolutely fantastic. To me, I mean, I love magic so much. I'm like, what is going on? I just, I, 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 I can never, it, it blows my mind when people do it. It's like, what is happening here, you know? Well, this is true. Uh, I recall something from Hanan 
20 years ago, but there was nothing fantastic. Hey, I'll tell you what, where you grew up, if someone is on the street and does like street magic, like, you know, pull a bunny out of a hat in Iran, they'd probably hit him with a sword. (laughs) Man, we had no magic out there. Yeah, they think it's witchcraft or something. I, I never thought about that. I know I know nothing about witchcraft. All the things that you talk about in my childhood, when I, where I was born and raised, yeah, it's, it's of nothing significant. Uh, Aram writes again, uh, dear Meathead. I have a friend who says he runs slowly. Is there a difference? He says he runs slowly. Is there a oh, difference? Okay. Is there a difference between running slowly and jogging? It's a normal thing to do. Uh, you know, it's really not a significant thing because uh, if you're doing something just, uh, I don't know, I don't know who you're going to please by running the kind of running that he's talking about. Yeah. You got to, when you're doing a, a workout yeah. running, you got to uh, put pressure on yourself. You got you to gotta work harder than just jogging? Work hard. So are you saying that running slowly and jogging is kind of pointless? That's nothing. That's a, uh, called dilly-dallying. <laughs> so, you know, you got to put something, you got to run in a way that you work off a sweat. Okay, so basically if someone says, uh, if they want to go jogging, they should probably maybe say, hey, I'm going to go out and dilly-dally. <laughs> right, right. You I, know, you just... You can uh, daily dally that picture your nose and run. Yeah, I mean you got you got to do something that stresses you, so you got to run a little harder. Right, actually, you got to start breathing really hard because you're wearing out. Right. If you're just sitting there dilly dally and you're having a conversation, you know, I mean that's that's not going to do anything for you. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. When I'm I glad. was a younger person back in the old country, growing up, we had a uh, room that we had a little work up. Uh, weights and all that. Yeah, I mean we worked hard. Okay, uh, you, we use over excessive weight uh, for the workout, and then that really fucked the heck out of us. There's only two of us belong to that club. <laughs> you know what's interesting is you say that, and and I I, I picture you know the uh, setup of the exercise room in Iran. You know, it probably had like uh, a couple of bowling balls and maybe a. No, no, no! Listen, listen. Maybe a... all they, all we had it was a classroom room that had a closet in there, and we had a little bit of few weights. Yeah, maybe like a big cast iron pot. No, no, no! Regular weights or a boulder, maybe a boulder. Nice weights. Okay. Know. So and then there's two, only two of us. One of them. I built an office, oh my God, to choke a horse. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean. And I were buddy, buddy, and I, I was just a Mickey Mouse guy. So he was, a, he was a horse and you were Mickey Mouse. I'm a Mickey Mouse. So were you dilly-dallying? I was just uh, pleasing myself. You were pleased? Uh, yeah, Wait a minute. Pretend, pretend that, but I was strong. You were, you were pleasuring yourself? What? No, 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 no. Dilly dallying. Yeah, 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 a little weight here, a little weight there. Watch him do. Oh, okay. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. So he was, he was, he was the big tough guy, huh? He was, he was a guru of 
he, in fact, he was my bodyguard. All right. Uh, hey, everybody needs that. I tell you what, I, I need one. Oh, yeah. here. I need one here at the house. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, you know, Dad, I'm out of time, and that's uh, and that's unfortunate because I'd love to talk to you guys all day. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> well. well that's okay. All right. Well, listen. Rest of the day there. I don't want any dilly dallying, and uh, he, you know, don't be a Mickey Mouse. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love you guys. I'll talk to you very soon. All right. Hug the family. You know it. Bye. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye bye. Oh man! Wow. All right. That that one. Uh, that one was a slow burn. It was uh, ridiculous because he couldn't hear half of what I was saying to start, and that's why I was like, boy, I keep throwing stuff at him, and it's just bouncing off him. What's going on? What's going on? I didn't panic. And sure enough, he takes off like a bat out of hell. And this is, he took off like a bat out of hell based on Aram's question. This is how this works out. This is turnabout. I started the day with like, Aram, that, he's not gonna, that question's not going to go anywhere. It turns out that that was the best moment of the entire segment. And that's, you never know. Aram, I'm never going to doubt you again. Never, ever will I doubt you again. You just send it and I'll read it. Okay? I mean, who knew? I, don't, I threw all that shit at him and that was the, the high point of it. Oh, my God. Never can tell is right. Okay, well, there you go. Dear Meathead brought to you by my friends at, of course, Baldwin Ace Hardware. Um, now, if you're looking for a mortgage, I cannot stress this enough. Please, please, please reach out to, at least in your effort to try to find out who has the best uh, uh, deal for you or, or best manner in how they approach it uh, working for you. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. Mario and his crew wants to work for you. Okay. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S. With the exception. You all right, Daisy? Oh, she's having a seizure there for a second. With the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. TC Paintball. Oh, my God. An absolute entertainment destination attraction in West Michigan. People travel from all around the state. It's to a point now where you can show up there when they open in the morning and stay there all day. Paintball, jelly ball, very soon axe throwing. What? They got it covered. TCPaintballGR.com. Premier place in Michigan for paintball activities. And here's why. Your choices of outdoor play or indoor play, especially in the fall, because some days might be cool. You take it inside on uh, on the air ball field. Outside, they've got an air ball field, and they have the village. Now, that, to me, is the crown jewel of paintball. All these obstacles, crates piled up. You're hiding behind corners like Call of Duty. It's so sweet. Holy shit, my God. When I'm playing, it's like a walking anxiety attack. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Something. There's a bird. 
shoot it up about a million times, miss every time. I'm just, I, I'm terrible, but my God, it is so exhilarating and fun. TCPaintballGR.com for your event, your gathering, bachelor parties, team building at work, local bros getting together, whatever it is, you name it, TCPaintballGR.com. Wednesday is Ladies' Day and Little League Day. So that's today. 5 p.m. Little League starts. I believe, unless I'm screwing that up. If I am, which is possible, tcpaintballgr.com. If you want to play on Saturday, you got to book that in advance because they fill up. Otherwise, you're dropping in a TC Paintball. Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Love them so much. If you need any information about breastfeeding your little one, like let's say you're getting ready, you or your better half's getting, not you, your better half's getting ready to give birth. When I say you, I was referring to a dude, and last I checked, dudes can't have babies, but you never know nowadays. Uh, anyway, uh, when it comes to having a baby, and this is serious here, um, there is nothing more perfect than mom's breast milk for the baby. It is a perfectly matched diet, okay? And it's so important for you to do that. So if you need all of the advantages of that listed for you and things that you can plug into at accesskent.com slash health that will make this easier on you as a mother do it it's all about educating yourself accesskent.com slash health okay well it appears that sometime today the president of the united states Joe Biden, might be today, might be tomorrow, I think it's today, it'll be very soon. Joe Biden is going to cancel uh, a a lot of debt. So if you've, uh, I don't know if it's, you've already graduated or, or, I I mean, I don't know, Um, at some point they'll, they'll spell it out for us, but. If you owe, let's say, $11,000 in student loan debt, after this stroke of the pen, you will owe $1,000. The administration is reportedly gearing up to cancel $10,000 in student debt for some borrowers. They're targeting borrowers making under $125,000. Wait a minute. Hold on right there. So let's say so-and-so has a debt. And I would say that that's way too high. You need to have the borrowers making under like $35,000, I think is appropriate. So you're telling me that a person who's making $125,000 under $124,999. Say you got a husband and wife team that uh, file separately, and they each make $124,000. So what's that? That's $248,000 between them. This is the scenario that's, that is happening. And they've got $40,000 debt between them, each with 20. The government, with a stroke of a pen, Joe Biden, is saying, hey, congratulations. 
half of your debt is now absolved and paid for. You see, that is fucked up in my opinion. I don't I don't like that at all. Um if there was I don't know, it just seems like that's that's stupid. You should if you you should take that it should be a lower threshold, $125,000. I mean, my god, what a gift. That would be forgiveness of $300 billion a year. $300 billion a year. How about no cancellation and taking $300 billion and ending poverty and homelessness and hunger as we know it? Wipe it off the books. This is bullshit. I I, I don't get it. I I think that this is so fucked up to me. And um, other people in the government are suggesting that that's too, too little. That they need to make it five times the amount. They need to wipe out $50,000 from each person who has debt. Uh, I love taking the opportunity to point out that I paid off $90,000 in debt. Every fucking penny. Every bit of it. I was so proud of that because I had struggled with money my whole life. I didn't have shit. There was about three or four good years, really good years. And the first thing I did, well, I had a, someone had to tell me, I had a guy who, who gives me advice about money because I don't give myself good advice about money. He goes, yeah, you're paying 8% interest on this ridiculous student loan debt. I've, I've talked about it for years in the radio. He goes, you need to pay that off before you do anything. You're not saving any fucking money. You're not doing anything until you pay off this debt. Pay that shit immediately. So I, I couldn't. I couldn't pay it off immediately. So, uh, but, you know, I did everything I could. And over the course of two years, I know that sounds ridiculous to pay off $90,000 in two years. But like I said, we had we had some really fucking great years on the radio. Paid it off. Fuck yes. Pay off your debt. Pay that. That's what you work for. This is bullshit. And not because of me, because I paid off mine, but because of the things that I was just talking about. Borrowers making below $125,000 a year will see $10,000 in student debt wiped out as early as this week with an announcement potentially coming today. In a new analysis, the Penn Wharton budget model estimates that that forgiveness would cost $300 billion this year with a price tag of a little below $330 billion if borrowers remain eligible for forgiveness over the next 10 years. God, How do we pull this off? This sounds so ridiculous to me. The analysis estimates for various levels of debt forgiveness and income cutoffs show that the Biden administration has opted for the cheapest road to forgiveness, forgiving forgiving fifty percent for all fifty thousand dollars for all borrowers would cost up to eight hundred and twenty billion this year alone and eventually add up to about nine hundred and eighty billion over the next decade if borrowers stay eligible. 
God, this is so slippery slope. It's like, well, where do you stop? You know, I mean, people are going to be like, hey, what about me? What about me? What about people who um, didn't rack up a ton of debt? What about, okay, let's say people worked their ass off and paid for their own college or uh, entered uh, the ranks of the workforce and learned a trade. What do they get? Shouldn't they get something? This is bullshit. This is so not fair. I don't like any of this. This is yet another reason to hate Biden. Now, ultimately, there's more reasons to hate Trump or any of the Republicans right now, unless it's Liz Cheney. If Liz Cheney runs, I'm willing to hear Liz Cheney out on these matters and to hear what she thinks. Or even, uh, what's that fucking dumb-dumb from Florida's name? DeSantis. I'll hear you out. As long as it's not Trump. I am an anybody but Trumper. Joe Biden could have sex with a child today, and I would still vote for him over Trump. Anyway. That might be a little going overboard. If he had sex with a horse. Student loans currently aren't even profitable for the government. What? How? A July report from the Government Accountability Office found that federal loans are actually projected to cost the government $197 billion instead of bringing in what the Education Department estimated as a $114 billion profit because of the various, oh, I get it, the various pauses and changes over the last couple of years, COVID, like, all right, you don't have to pay. Well, I mean, losing income and losing uh, interest income, I guess. Maybe that's how it works. Uh, The price of student loan forgiveness pales in comparison to other major federal expense uh, expenditures, defense spending is projected to cost nearly $8.7 trillion over the next decade. Wow. Don't let anybody in the government ever tell you that we don't have the money. We've got the money. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that if you're Joe Biden, I think you can put the onus back on the lawmakers who want to see him eliminate debt. If you did the old Eric Zane plan, because as you guys know, when I run for president, uh, I am creating a platform on this show uh, that we've all talked about. And I don't want to go down that road and beat that dead horse again about what I would do if I was elected as president. But if all of the lawmakers like uh, Pocahontas and uh, what's the guy who looks the old man who looks like uh, uh Marty McFly's professor guy who at the clock tower, what's his name? Bernie, Bernie Sanders. They're all like, oh, we need $50,000 in debt. And Pocahontas is saying, oh, yeah. I would, if I were Joe Biden, I'd say, you know what? I am going to do it. I'm going to give 50000 I'm going to cut out $50,000. Um, actually, instead of that, I'm going to take your idea and, and one-up it. Um, no debt cancellation. Uh, all of that money that I would have canceled is going to, uh, help the homeless and people without medical care and the impoverished and the drug addicted 
and and all of these that's what you do because then you know you're still a social justice warrior the money is being used in that regard and they they can't turn you down clean water you know all the big hitters of uh, people who are addicted to drugs you know all the things today everybody's killing themselves most people under 25 are going to kill themselves we all know that you can fund that too you can fund anything that is a democratic talking point free transgender surgery for everybody why not left hanging are the people who learn trades they don't get shit all they did was decided to remain debt free learn a trade uh manufacturing is the backbone of the country all they did was provide the vertebrae and what do they get they've got zero debt a nice house that they probably are paying on a 15-year loan and paying twice the payment because they've worked their ass off uh they've got a, a, a wife they've got kids they got dogs they got a piece of property no debt what do they get nothing this is bullshit biden has not publicly confirmed his plans for broad student loan relief he said himself he will make the decision before August 31 when student loan payments are set to resume. In April, he said no to $50,000 in relief, an amount that Pocahontas and Bernie Sanders are pushing for. And recent reports have, reports have suggested his final amount will be near $10,000, which he pledged on the campaign trail. I will absolve your debt by $10,000. This just seems stupid. Pundits and politicians have pushed back against forgiveness, arguing that it would exacerbate inflation and benefit the highest earners like doctors and lawyers. I have a family member who um, he is a dermatologist. He just, uh, of course, his undergrad, and then he went to medical school, and then he did his residency. And um, he's about 32, 33 years old right now. And he just now um, entered into practice. And um, his starting salary is about $550,000. He took on about $300,000 in debt. Okay? So, um, now he lived within his means in his residency because... Uh, resident doctor, you're making about, uh, and he did an internship too. Residency doctor, you're making about $80,000 a year, which just sounds ridiculous. Um, but now he's just making fat stacks. So, I mean, seriously, if he just lives like the same way he did that first, while well, he was doing the residency, you know, within his means, uh, yeah, I think I'll just pay off 300 G's. 300 large and I don't know, couple of years. And then you're looking at, by the time he's debt-free, Dave Ramsey, he's 35, eh, 30 years at, let's just say he averages out over the course of his uh, earning career as a physician, 
the average is $700,000 a year. Yeah, you know, it's like $21 million career. Yeah, let's just forgive him of his debt. What a crock of shit. This is ridiculous. A number of Republican lawmakers have pushed back against broad relief, citing the cost of prior policies like the payment pause and have introduced legislation to resume payment and ban Biden from canceling debt broadly. That's not going to happen. But with these likely being the final days before a decision is announced, supporters of broad debt release have been persuading the president to go big or go home. Bernie Sanders called uh, for Biden to cancel every single cent of student debt. I want you to cancel every single cent of student debt in this country. He waves the crooked finger. And the NAACP are pressuring Biden to cancel a minimum of $50,000 for every federal borrower. can never say that word. Do it to reduce the racial wealth gap. You know, go big or go home. If you're Biden, he needs to get on the stage with the NAACP and actually say, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to cancel black debt. You can only have your debt canceled if you are black. If Can you imagine if he said that? I am here to announce there is no such thing as black debt anymore going forward. The, the, the craziness that would take place in this country if that happened. My God. The NAACP uh, director said, do it to reduce the racial wealth gap. Do it to capture the interest of many who will participate in the November election. That is a veiled threat. Right there. Do it for the future of American families and communities. You see, that's where I think Biden is, is missing a great opportunity. Um, by the way, that quote is attributed to um, NAACP Director of Youth and College, Wisdom Cole. Wisdom Cole is the name? Wisdom Cole? Every generation will be grateful that you did Yeah, I I wish Biden would one-up everybody and say, I am not canceling student debt. However, the amount that you wanted me to cancel, $300 billion, I am now going to give it away um, and set up established. uh, Basically, it's kind of like back during the Depression, the Civil Conservation Corps built the national parks and the national forests, put America back to work, doctors and lawyers who were broke, Put them to work in work camps. Do that. I am establishing uh, this same type of mentality for the nation's, uh, 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 you know, poor, impoverished, addicted, mentally unstable, homeless, hungry, thirsty, uh, food sensitive, thirst sensitive, water sensitive, whatever it is, undereducated. Do that. And then the Pocahontas's and the Wisdom Coles and the Bernie Sanders would be like, fuck. What are we going to do now? He's got us by the balls. That, I think, will add that to the platform of Eric Zane for president. All right? 
Add that to the platform. People are going to love me when I take office. Because though I am, I have a concealed pistol permit and many guns. When I take office, I am going to follow the advice of the NRA. And the NRA says, come and take it. So I'm going to. I'm going to go and take all guns and grind them up. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to say, everybody must get an abortion. And then I'm saying no cancellation of student debt. In fact, if I canceled it back, uh, if anybody, if Biden canceled it, you got to give the money back. That's what we're doing. All child molesters shot in the face on the day of their conviction. I'm starting to sound like BasilMarceau.com. Abortions for all and a free gun when you get one. I don't know about that. Some of this might not fly. Okay. I am so late. Oh, my God. Saucer full of pigs, says Eric Zane, the greatest flip-flop politician in history. How? How could you possibly say that? That is ridiculous. I have been steadfast in all of these great opinions. And let me tell you something about flip-floppers. You want flip-floppers in office if they exist. You want flip-floppers because what a flip-flopper does, that's an insulting term for someone who's a thinker. Who's like, you know what? I think I think you're right on that. I'm gonna. I, th- I think that's a great point of view. I can come around to that way of thinking. That is a malleable soul, someone who's moldable, who listens and takes advisement appropriately. You pig-headed fucks, like saucer full of pigs. Yeah, they all. You're you're set in your ways. You're gonna go around hating gay people your whole life. You idiot. Corey gets one right. He says you want people to be able to change their mind. That's that's the that's the if, if someone says I am running on a platform that I will flip flop, you got my vote. You got my vote. I am I am team flip flopper. I used to hate Colin Kaepernick. This is a perfect example. I used to hate Colin Kaepernick. Hey, fuck that. Why, Eric? Say. Well, because, man, he's anti-American. He's against America. He's fucking degrading troops. That's bullshit. Plus, he's black. Well, I didn't really say that, but that's how, that's how people were taking it. And someone said, well, you know, I mean, this is what he's standing for. This, this is why he's taking a knee. He's doing this to uh, uh, at great risk to his uh, to his personal well-being. He's taking a knee to point out that America is terribly unfair when it comes to justice and cops and black people. Black people are getting killed when they get pulled over. So that's why he's taking a knee. And and then I said, you know, I get it. I get that. That is not an un-American thing to do. That is an American thing to do. At great risk to one's personal uh, well-being to be able to do that. He threw away his career. 
I know some of you idiots are like, yeah, you know what, man? He's got a great career right now. He's making a ton of cash for Nike. Ah, who gives a shit? Good. I'm glad he is. I'm glad there's some silver lining to what he did by throwing away his career. My God. So shut up. Corey says it only took 84 more cop shootings for people to see his point. Now, I think I was at about 20, 20 black people dead by cops. I love cops, though. Don't get me wrong. I love cops. I just don't like it when cops shoot black people. All right. Hold on. I got to focus here because I've, I've done. Okay. As great as I am, as always, what I haven't been great at is doing sponsors. And I've only got 14 more minutes of show. And. Honestly, I think about half of that time is going to be talking about sponsors. So, you know, when I get done with this, I post the audio and then you sit there and you wait for me to start talking about whatever fit body or uh, trend him or Kent County Health Department. And then I I know that you hit the fast forward button and uh, that's bullshit. That is absolute shit. You need to sit through the, 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 the commercials. okay? because. All marketing is, is when my message meets your need. And if you disrupt that process, you're hurting me. For fuck's sake, some of you only get the free show, and that's fine. Try as I may to get you to sign up for the Patreon. Uh, The least you could do is listen to the ads. Okay? It wrecks the flow of the show if you look... And then you hear, okay, he's back. And then you back a little bit. I know. I know how it is. But you're basically uh, screwing me. You're putting your ding-dong right in my rectum if you don't hear these messages. So quit it. And listen to true fans. Listen to the ads. Damn it. If you ever have furnace issues, remember A and E, heating and cooling. This is a West Michigan-only sponsor. 616-516-8579. Remember that number if you need an after-hours service call. 24-7-616-516-8579. We're approaching September. It won't be long until the furnace tune-ups are happening. Call and schedule. 616-516-8579. You should see Joe Martinez or one of the fine people that work at A&E twice a year. Furnace tune-up and AC tune-up. Do that. 616-516-8579. The car dealer of choice is Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A. SarahHondaGranville.com. Shop in person. Or online. Um, When you go in person to Sarah Honda Granville, you will see a vast selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. Your best bet is to go in person to look for the certified pre-owned vehicles because the inventory is changing so fast. They constantly have hundreds of cars certified pre-owned on the lot, but... The inventory changes a lot, so a lot of times the website doesn't 
it doesn't match up with what's actually on the line. Keep that in mind. You can get 0% financing on 2022 Honda Pilots and Passports available on the lot. 0.0% financing. Now, you got to be a well-qualified buyer. That means little debt, great income, no proof that you're a deadbeat loser. If that happens, no. Fuck no. You're not getting that. Drive it home today, a 2022 Honda Ridgeline RTL all-wheel drive, $369 a month on a 2022 Honda Ridgeline lease. If leasing is the way you want to go, they've got you covered. This truck's cool because um, in the back, like the bed, there's a, a, a trap door you pull open and you can... Uh, fill it full of your bags and whatever you're taking for your travels. Or or there's a drain plug in the bottom of that com- that same compartment. And what you do is you fill it full of ice. And then you put all that shit that you ding-dongs drink truly and uh, mics and, and uh, a, a claw, white claw. I, I don't even know. what Whatever seltzers you idiots are drinking now. And then um, you've got your own rolling bar. Of course, you're the DD, so you can't drink any of it. Or you just park it and no plans to drive anywhere. And then you get shit-faced and crawl underneath it and go to sleep. It's a sweet ride. Uh, More info, Sarah Honda Granville. Corey has one as he's trying to uh, work his way back into my good graces. Bennett Flooring Installation, they were just here the other day. Love them, 616-318-0167, a West Michigan sponsor. If you need flooring installed, you can uh, call upon them and have them show up, measure the room, let you know how much it's going to call, uh, call how much it's going to cost. Uh, it could be full service where they rip out the old stuff for you and uh, help you with your, your purchase of the new stuff. It can help you with all that stuff. And any type of flooring, hardwood, ceramic, vinyl, um, uh, a big ceramic tile, small ceramic tile, whatever. You want your bathroom redone, your shower, they, they do that too. Uh, vinyl plank flooring, Bennett flooring installation, 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to install, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. They are in Granville, Michigan, another local sponsor. Go see them at the discount outlet. Save 10% when you say my name. The pricing on the flooring there is lower than anybody else because they buy massive quantities of it and then put it in the discount outlet. So even without the 10% discount that I give you, it's cheaper than anybody else. So your first stop is Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, Granville, Michigan. You can find them online. Oh, my God. Okay. This is what I mean. I still have more sponsors to talk about. I went so long that I I missed them all. But sometimes when you're on a roll, you got to keep going. So I got to make this up sometime. It's two hours worth of show. Got to get the sponsors in. So I'm sorry. I do want to remind you, I haven't done a cameo in a long time. 
Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me on Cameo. I think the only people who would hire me on Cameo were the group formerly known as Zaniacs. So I guess I no one needs a Cameo anymore. So I guess that's out the window, too. It's okay. I don't care. It's still a good trade. Uh, but if you do want to hire me on Cameo, the great fun. If you want me to roast somebody or you want me to say happy birthday to someone, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. We eat at Bosco's Pub, boscospub.com, part of Terra Square, Hudsonville, Michigan. Go there for the burgers, the beers, the drinks. Dine outside, dine inside. Hudsonville, Michigan, Bosco's Pub. You got Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, of course, longtime sponsor of this show. We've got a car show coming up in just a couple of weeks. Oh, my God. September 17th is the Saturday to benefit CASA of Kent County. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in West Michigan. If you need your car repaired, 616-532-6600. Woo! And last, but certainly not least, go see a comedy show at Full House Comedy. Tickets for all shows available at fullhousecomedy.com. Thank you for being patient with me on the sponsors. Like I said, sometimes I get on a roll. I don't want to interrupt the flow, so I go long, and then the sponsors pile up. Uh, Aram, who's about to get banned, says, Eric says he needs to mention the sponsors, and then he first talks about his cameo. Correct. You also need to know that the number one sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast is Eric Zane, asshole. So open up and say ah to 600 seconds, you fake Armenian. There you go. Eat it up. Eat it up. Bob understands. He writes, well, technically... His cameo is a sponsor. How come Bob understands it and you don't, dick face? My God. Hey, congrats to Kevin Kuypers. He just sent me uh, a screenshot of something that he just did that was fantastic. And I, I, I kind of want to share it with you. Because to talk about it is one thing. This guy is an absolute treasure. Kevin Kuypers, also known as Cutie Patootie to the audience. Diana just loves him so much. I mean, he's just an abs. How are you single? You know? Holy crap. Uh, He shared a... uh, he reached out to me with a message, and he said, Hey, man, something just great, very great just happened to me. What is it? Hold on. I thought I sent it, and then I didn't. Okay. Eric. Send medium. Bear with me. I know this is. There it is. Okay. Give me a second. What you see there is a picture of a bowling score. Look at him yesterday. This is the last day of Summer League. All strikes. He rolls a 300. 
a 300. And this is, I said, how many have you done? Have you had of these? Because it made it seem like it was no big deal. And he goes, I don't know, 15 or so. He's not sure how many 300 games he's rolled. I'm looking at the other scorecard, the rest of those people. Jim Kuypers, looks like he's uh, he bowled a 230-something. And then Dawn, who is Dawn? Dawn bowled a Dawn Kuypers. She bowled a two. Is that your mother? Is this a family affair? What the hell is going on? Yet another 300 for cutie patootie. Who's Dawn and Jim? Is that your mom and dad? I I don't remember. I always thought your dad was known as Eddie Money. My God. Nice job, Kevin. All right. So there's that. I want to share that with you. Good job. Uh, Actor Terry Crews is in the news. This is kind of weird. He, uh, Terry Crews, he's very uh, open about his personal life. And even I couldn't, I'm actually quite impressed with how open he is. Because not many people, uh, you know, approach this publicly and say, you know, I masturbate too much to porno. I mean, that is, uh, that's really, I think, showing some vulnerability here on a level that's unprecedented. If you say, well, hey, man, what do you want to do? Hey, let, uh, what do you want to talk about in the podcast today? Oh, you know, we can talk about football and baseball and I, I got a new dog and man, I've been masturbating too much and I'm addicted to porno. That's exactly what he did. He pointed out, uh, that he and his wife went on a 90 day sex fast to battle his addiction to porno. So he had been looking at porno all the time and then and pounding his pud. Well, they, they did this 90 days sex fast. So you can't touch your ding dong. You can't have sex for 90 days. Now, what that does now, that is not natural. OK, you have to find the happy medium. But. I think that that is a devastating thing to even attempt. I mean, that's horrible. That can make you murder someone. I think that's risky behavior. You know, I mean, and that would probably be admissible in court. Like, if you cut out sex in any type, either pleasuring yourself or having sex with a partner for 90 days, and on day 80, um, you slaughter everyone in the neighborhood, uh, with a weapon of mass destruction, and then you get in front of the judge and say, uh, he says, all right, how do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. Not guilty, but there's video of you uh, uh, dropping a daisy cutter bomb on the neighborhood, and they're all dead. And it was you saying, aha, yes. You can then say, well, Your Honor, you see, I had gone without sex for 80 days, and he's going to go, all right. And he's, he's going he's gonna to raise an eyebrow. That is admissible in court. He said the fast was worth it. We did it together, he said on Entertainment Tonight. Rebecca was right there. 
And she acted, he's calling this a regrouping. I call this insanity. She regrouped with me. I went on a 90-day sex fast with her. And people were like, whoa, that's crazy. But let me tell you something. What was so beautiful about that was it took me to a time when I was 12 years old. I don't want to go back to when I'm 12 years old. I know what he's saying there. He's saying that he's just a walking jizz factory. In the way the process rebooted Cruz's relationship with his wife, whom he married in 1989. All I did was gave her a flower every day and say, I like you for who you are. Oh, God. And it wasn't about sex. It took us back to those moments. I felt like I was 12 years old again because sex had been taken out of the equation and it was all about love again. Terry Crews is like ripped and huge. He's like a, a, a chick stuck in a, in a, in a muscle bound man's body. Uh, he said he was just a child when he first saw porno and it stuck with him for many years. Yeah, of course it did in a good way. I was nine when I was exposed to porno. He's making it seem like uh, he's the only one. And I would say that's abusive. No, it's not. It's heaven. Are you kidding me? I remember the first set of titties I saw in Cosmopolitan magazine. I was like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Incredible. Uh, all right, so then he goes, talks about his feelings and all this shit. He talks about a compulsion eventually led him to be unfaithful to his wife. Oh, my God, what an absolute mess. Uh, and so now I guess he's uh, able to, I mean, whatever. I mean, if, they, if you're happy, I'm happy. So now he's back to the 90-day uh, sex fast. Describing his wife as his rock. There's nothing like having someone you know in you know, all the saying all the right things. A wife loves him. Everybody's great. It's, it's all very religious. Uh, I think the only way to truly combat this, if I mean, if he does, let's just say, let's just give him benefit of the doubt. He does have a problem, and he's constantly wanking it and looking at porno. In this day and age, the only way to really uh, take care of that is you have to throw everything that has accessibility to porno away. You you can't have a phone. You can no longer use a computer. You can no longer watch TV uh, ever. If you are serious about this, that is the only way you are going to be successful because what's going to happen is your wife's going to start to trust you and then she's going to go leave town for a girlfriend's night out and then you're going to be sitting there bored out of your mind. And then you're going to be like, and then you're going to, your brain's going to try to trick you. And then the next thing you know, you're going to have a flash boner and you're looking at triple DP uh, with a donkey. That's what's going to happen to you. Good luck, Terry Cruz. I hope you're okay. I hope you make it through, but this all sounds terrible. In my opinion, there's only one way out of that. I don't ever want to see you with a phone because I'll know what you're thinking of. Showbro Michael 91 says, I saw my first boob at a Backstreet Boys concert when I was like 11 or 12. At the concert you saw it? 
Maureen says day 91. She says, not tonight. I have a headache. He's, he's counting down the days. Like, oh, my God, just get me to 90. Corey adds, day 91, he blew his wife's back out. Why should she have to sex fast for his addiction is the question. That's a great question. If he was serious about it, he would have her uh, have sex on her own and make him watch it, you know? Hey, you could have had this today, but no. Why does she have to suffer? This whole thing's stupid. All right. Really happy with the band hammer today. I'm starting to establish a little bit of swagger on the bands. Dropping it on Corey was, was special. As the idiots talking about light and dark mode on Facebook. What a cock. Aram deserved it too. I forgot who else got it. I don't even know if anybody else got it today. Oh, my God. There's a lot that I didn't talk about that I'm going to get to on the Patreon. Akib Talib and his brother, Yakub, which I thought it was pronounced Yakub. It's not. It's Yakub Talib. An update on that. Celestial excitement is going to happen. Yes, that's right. Uh... You hear about a lot of people identifying as a blank, identifying as a man, identifying as a woman. Uh, This puts that into another realm. Uh, And there's a lot, there's a big problem in, uh, in the prison system with people who are transgendered. Need to cover all of this ground on the Patreon. And I'm looking forward to you being on it. Now, if you're enjoying the free podcast, Uh, I'm glad you are, but I want you, excuse me, on the Patreon. So sign up if you aren't already there. Eric, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Yeah, Rom, that's a commercial for myself. Shut up. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you, as always, for being here as part of the Patreon bonus podcast. Till next time, folks. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye-bye.